Test, 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 test. One, two, one, two. Yo, yo, yo. Got some bars. Got some bars, bitches. We up in the hate house. I know. We're in the... Spitting spitting shit. The office de Weinzimmer here. <laughs> I think I'm going to like find somebody to make that plaque for you and just <laughs> have it above the, the outside of the door or something. <laughs> Could put it with the uh, put it with the antlers. God doesn't live here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd think twice Good about play. coming into your office. If yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> and not and I'm not even a true believer uh, as yeah. it were. <laughs> Abandon all hope, you <laughs> yeah, do right. enter type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, I think I'm good. God has forsaken this place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like God doesn't live here. God doesn't live here. Yeah. That's, you know, that's good. That's a good one. <laughs> Step into my office. Yeah. By the way, God doesn't live here. Wait a minute. Are you a Catholic? Yeah. <laughs> well, just now. This is what we call a no man's land. You might want to take off all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all Catholic symbolism from yeah. the person. You know, like heathens burn up when they go into a church. <laughs> like it's kind of it's the opposite here. Yeah, the pious burn up in my house. <laughs> the, the pious. Burn up. <laughs> All right, Dorian. All right, Bobby. You ready, man? Yeah, we recording. We recording. I know we got bars. We got we got flow. We got some bars. We got flow. We have digital flow occurring. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's get this out of the way. Fantastic Beasts. Hmm. Is released today. It's out. It's out today, Friday the sixteenth, and uh, I'm still feeling the I'm still feeling the convo from last last week. Yeah, dude. no, same here. I like from <laughs> we were just talking about it more. It's like yeah. the conversation has continued, and like the evidence just keeps piling up. As far as as far as I can tell, I think um, I think the the Wizarding World is primed for what we're prepared to offer it. Yes. And they just don't know it yet. I mean, the more you delve into this, I was saying to Bobby earlier, you've got this movie with, you know, Johnny Depp, uh, uh, Jude Law, uh, Eddie Redmayne, and Ezra Miller. And the idea that none of them are fucking is possibly the most unbelievable thing of all in a movie about magic and wizarding. So, no hearts are being broken. Yeah. I don't buy that for a second. No. Look at the, they're like, just powerful, great-looking guys. Also, if living you have, the flamboyant lifestyle. If you have not seen any of Ezra Miller's red carpet wear, <laughs> like that is the wizarding yeah. world that I want to see. It's pretty epic. Yeah, I want to see. <laughs> I want to see the other Diagon Alley, mm-hmm. which leads to that. <laughs> yeah, in the wizarding world. Yeah, because uh, Diagon Alley. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That'd be good. That'd be really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no, yeah. Ezra, yeah, Ezra Miller basically looks like he's been, he's been sneaking into Johnny Weir's house and just, just pilfering stuff from his <laughs> closet. Like it is, it is total, just super like outrageous fashion, but like, he's just the right type of person and personality to pull it off. To do it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's, it, it works. It's like his personality matches the, he's not outshined no. by like, you know, what's on him, yeah. which is usually where that stuff ends up falling apart. He's like when he's like if uh, when like Jared Leto looks in the mirror, like he wishes he could be Ezra Miller. You know, That's, Ezra Miller is Jared Leto's self-image. Like if Jared Leto went into the Matrix, 
he would appear as Ezra Miller. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Because they, yeah, you know, said that that's how you see yourself. You're right. like self-projection. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, I think that's a that's a very good point. <laughs> yes. But anyway, so, yeah, I mean, this stuff is primed like this. And the fact that it now it, some critics also have mentioned that, like, the, the titular crimes of Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. Uh, do not go detailed in the movie. Yeah. You don't, you just like are supposed to just assume like, oh, he's a bad guy, you know, like he did some shit. So it's still open for our theories. So it's entirely possible. <sighs> like if anything, this just adds to it. The fact yeah. that they don't want to talk about it yeah. just makes it seem more like, dude, come on. Like, I think this, fucking might, hell. this might be the couch's mission to get like JK Rowling to who knows what she has planned, but yeah. at least semi alter. Yeah. Some characters events. And why they are fighting. Yeah. Uh, they don't even need to be altered at this point. They just need to be given definition. Ooh, that's true. Where they lack it. Yes. And uh, it, it's all... Like, what we've posited just seems to fit in mm-hmm. perfectly with everything that's yeah. that's been laid open, but yet remains entirely vague from a, you know, like a detail, mm-hmm. like a narrative detail standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Again, haven't actually seen the movie, but no. just a couple little, like, snippets I've read and, like, reviews that I've looked at and stuff were just, like fueled the fire of this conversation <laughs> once again and yes. just like what the fuck man like it's all here <laughs> it's all here i think that's as definitely an episode i'm going to be like reposting again and again just to yeah be like everybody needs to listen to this you saw the movie mm-hmm. now see what you are know. you gonna go see the movie or are you planning to check it out at some point uh at some point i think yeah. i might do like a five dollar tuesday day oh, okay and go check it out you know i don't think i'm gonna do imax yeah uh, we did me alex and tori did imax for the first movie because mm-hmm. uh, we were all pumped to see it like it just looked cool but yeah. uh that one was a little disappointing as well yeah um but that's uh, what it sounds it sounds like this one is not yeah not good. Not good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but no, yeah, we'll probably, uh, I'll, I don't think they want to see it just because of how they felt about the first one. Right. So, um, but yeah, I'll probably check it out on Tuesday or something. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how, it, we'll see what happens. I mean, you've got a, you've, you've arguably got one of the best, you know, perspectives with which to yes. watch this movie yeah. to, to give it the most success of being like, a, you know, a good piece of entertainment. Yeah. Right. At the right. very <laughs> least, it will just give you more stuff to go. Oh my God. Like, yeah. Just kiss. Yeah. Just, just, do, right, it. just do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're right there. I see you staring at Dumbledore's ass. I see it because I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> I know what you're doing, flicking that wand around like that. I know what it means. Those little fancy. I know movements. what it means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's rot your name in the sky. Yeah. yeah, counterclockwise swirl. Yeah, that wand is just your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is episode 35. Episode. Wow. This show's getting old. It's getting old. It's getting up there. Yeah. It's, so, it's going to be middle-aged soon. Yeah. I'm younger than this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost as old as me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. Um, all right. So we had two trailers that we were deciding to talk about. Yeah. Not that we're going to talk about both of them. Who are we again? Oh, I'm Bobby Navia. And I'm Dorian Weinzimmer. And this is The Couch. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Episode 35. 35. Um, if this is your first time joining us, once again... We re- review movie trailers, just the movie trailers, and uh, we'll talk about like the directors, the producers, or the writers, or lately we'll get into some alternate universe storylines yeah. that probably should be said storyline for the movie that we were reviewing. Well, we're, now that our show <laughs> is getting so uh, mature, yes. uh, which I mean only in terms of age, not content, <laughs> yeah, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it uh, it has become apparent to us that that ultimately what we seem to be doing is most of the time just positing and speculating like on better ideas for yeah how this film could have been made or could have been you know the better directions they could have gone with these movies yeah it's amazing kind of what <laughs> like not to toot our own horn but it's kind of amazing the conversations we get into for a minute and a half to two minute trailer yeah that that, that gets watched and we'll like you yeah. know we'll talk about like so there's a lot shot structure and yeah. just you know how it's telling the story or not telling the story right or how it's being marketed exactly you know, like obviously like how they're trying to like position this movie and mm-hmm. things like that you know so anyway um so this week we are going to discuss uh well we were trying to decide between either creed 2 right or robin hood robin hood and we decided on Robin Hood because going in, holy shit, does this look like a fucking disaster? We are going in. <laughs> yeah. Before we start, I was going to ask you because I was thinking up of um, maybe names we could call our our moments where we like take the off ramp and start thinking of different. Oh, sure. Different things like if we actually made it a segment, the off ramp, the off ramp. <laughs> yeah. Done. I think you just moving did it. on. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Now. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about Robin Hood. Yeah. So, uh, Robin Hood stars, um, Taron Edgerton, Edgerton or Edgerton, Edgerton. Let's go with Edgerton. All right. Yeah. And, um, and Jamie Foxx and, uh, Ben Mendelsohn, uh, are all, are all featured in this film. We've got, uh, Taron Edgerton or Egerton playing the titular Robin Hood or Robin of Loxley. Depending on what point of the movie you're discussing this character, because there is even in the trailer a moment where Jamie Foxx says, you're not Robin of Loxley anymore. You're Robin Hood. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't. I After watching the trailer. Did you watch both of them? Uh, I think I just I think I only watched one of them. The recent probably the most recent one. I don't know. Okay. It was enough. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the one. I was like, I'm just going to tell myself this is the only trailer. <laughs> um, but I don't you know, I, I can't I can't help but feel like there was a discussion of, at, at a certain point about this movie of titling the movie of spelling Robin R.O.B.B.I.N. with an apostrophe at the end. Because oh. that's kind of what this movie feels like. It doesn't feel like Robin Hood. It feels like Robin Hood. You are already on that off ramp. Yeah. You are you have your blinker on and you are just you are uh ch- switch, changing lanes at yeah. this point. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I guess a little bit, but uh but I I mean, well, yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to get too far into that, but no, I just no, no. feel like as far as like summing up what uh, the attitude it, it kind of feels like the I don't know, a hip hop music video version of the story of Robin Hood in a lot of ways. Okay. Um and I I don't know, it just has this like even just the attitude that they've imparted to Taron Edgerton's character, um, the Robin of Loxley or Robin Hood, however you want to spell that. Um, you know, it just has this very, you know, current, like drop the mic attitude about it of just like, I'm just best. Oh, like what's next, you know, challenge kind of thing. And it's just like, it's a really fucking obnoxious (laughs) attitude. And I don't think that like, you know, that, that kind of like smarmy overconfidence has the kind of charisma that I think they're hoping it does. Mm-hmm. It kind of just comes off like this guy's a total jackass. Yeah. <laughs> and who's just going to obviously let his ego get ahead of him. And there's, you know, there's even stuff where like some of the trailer or stills for the movie even or mm-hmm. stuff where like he's in his outfit. And it looks like he's like looking off at, you know, the uh, sheriff of Nottingham 
um, played by Ben Mendelsohn, mm-hmm. um, and is like giving him this like arms out, like what? Yeah, you know, kind of like look <laughs> and shit. I'm just like, this is so fucking stupid. I'm sorry, <laughs> like it's just you know I, I'm all you know sure I'm all for like you know taking you know modern approaches to old stories and like reinventing these things, but like. I don't know, only if they really have something to say or like, you know, if you're really like somehow elevating the material in a mm-hmm. way or like giving breathing new life into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and and I could see how they could be flying this flag with this movie saying that like, you know, oh, we're bringing in this like, you know, uh, like this other sort of like cultural appeal to this like old, you know, oh, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, we're you know, now we're going to like, you know, we made little John as Jamie Foxx now and like all this. So we're bringing in a more like diverse approach to it right, right. and bringing in some of those like cultural elements as well. And, um, you know, and like, you know, that we're trying to play it up like that. But it seems like it to me, it just seems like a really kind of like, I don't know, in, in a way sort of like enforced by the times approach to the movie. Okay. Like diversity is, and again, we've discussed this on the show, like very rightly so becoming like a big push. Yeah. But this is like one of those, I think bad examples of what happens when like that comes around is inevitably people who just sort of like, don't really understand the point of this Mm -hmm. movement. Yeah. Just are sort of like, Oh, okay. Well we just take like a white thing and add like a black thing to it. And then now it's this diverse thing. Yeah. Right. And it's like, no, (laughs) Um, and you know it just so it just seems like so i don't just painfully contrived okay like it's and like it's really pandering Mm -hmm. you know in a lot of ways to you know an audience that uh, movies like black panther you know that have done this really well yeah right (laughs) um you know uh it's just like pandering to that audience it's like oh you want more like you know sort of like classic stories mm-hmm. where more uh, you know more of the audience is reflected within the story itself okay cool here yeah. you go yeah, you know right. um but it doesn't really in any meaningful way like you know uh, adopt or identify with any of like those cultural identities right it just sort of uses them in a superficial way to like pretend that it's being something that it's not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's just like you know the general vibe you get that i got from this trailer <laughs> like it, just watching it um i watched the f- um, I watched the first trailer uh, way back when it came out, and uh, the only reason it was looked interesting to me because uh, I know in the second trailer it's established that he's like a he's a lord of some kind, like Robin of Loxley is. Mm-hmm. He has like a like a property, or he's title. not a king, or he has a title, yeah. right? Right, his title. Um, but in in the first trailer, it made it seem as though he he was this person. But that nobody knew that he was also Robin Robin Hood, mm-hmm. that he was like doing it secretly or was like, I don't know. The whole Robin of Loxley thing was not a point of reference in the first trailer. Mm. It was just that he had some sort of title and he was going in under an assumed name. So it wasn't even sure if he was actually Robin of Loxley. OK, you know, gotcha. or whether he was just like faking it to, <laughs> to, to get something done or whatever. Right. So, um, and then this one, the second trailer feels like a more, you know, action-y by the book. Like, That's probably the one I saw then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get like, that whole, like, gonna... training montage with little John with, you know. Yeah. And then just shots of him just, like, 
firing off 15 arrows like somehow just yeah <laughs> i just imagine like the shooting of things like that because obviously so much of that is cgi'd oh every arrow but, is yeah CGI'd. exactly yes, yes. so yeah that it's like his whole you know as an actor his whole thing is just like just as quickly and stupidly as possible just like yeah. swinging this bow around you know to make it look like he's firing stuff so they can just you know and again just doing all this stuff so fast that you can't you can't scrutinize the details of it because they're not really shown to you Yes. You know, it's all just like, like flash and cut and more flash and trash, like everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, Type of shit. But yeah. So the uh, the first trailer was was okay. I liked it better than the second trailer. Mm -hmm. The second trailer is just a very, you know, by the books. There's not even really I feel like the the way the trailer is cut to me, not that the movie will be cut like this, because obviously we haven't seen the movie. But how the trailer is cut feels to me like a lesser Guy Ritchie movie. Yes. I, okay. I, I thought that at first when I was watching, I was like, Guy Ritchie. I was like, no, he's doing Aladdin right now. Yeah, like, right. He didn't direct this. No, no, no. It's no, like, no. But clearly. Yeah. How the trailer is cut is very like, I, I I don't believe King Arthur, the King Arthur movie that he did, like was uh, uh, like made a ton of money, like, you know, was financially successful. But I mean. That when you watch that trailer and this trailer, like they do just look like, you know, like brothers. Yeah. Uh, or at least like they were cut by the same, you know, advertising firm. Or uh-huh. whatever, yeah. <laughs> so um, so that's the one thing I take away from this movie is that the movie just doesn't really have the trailer, at least doesn't have an identity unto its own, like other than like a Guy Ritchie movie. Right. You know, and I think I think in a way, yes, it hurts it. But then it also like helps the movie because if there are people that have seen King Arthur and Doug King Arthur, then, you know, those same groups of people will go to see this movie because they just like that fast beat. Yeah. And it's kind of like updated a little bit. Like it is like you were saying, it just has a, you said you called it like a hip hop version, you know, like music video, music video, yeah, hip hop music video kind of like that cutting style. I think even when like Aronofsky Mm -hmm. uh, first introduced it, like the common term was like hip hop montage was kind of what they called that. Yeah. 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 That sort of like quick cutting, like rhythmic, you know, with mm-hmm. like, a, you know, uh, the quick cuts also sort of like having some sort of, you know, like either, uh, you know, like shapes that match like an eyeball to like the button on a coat, you know, just like a shitty example, gotcha. you know, okay, things okay, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that give it like some cohesion aside from just being like snappy, you know, right, cut. Right, so there's right. like there's a bit of artistry, you know, to it when it's done well. Yeah, right. Exactly. But of course, in situations like this, you just get the like. You know, they just they just cut from like someone's like hammer, like blacksmithing a sword to like the sword, like cutting into somebody's body. Yeah. Things like that that are just like you can use this like impact sound to like cut (laughs) on and it works for both of the images. And yeah, there's this shared syncretic, you know, quality to it. And like anyway, it's just, yeah, again, you know very superficial yeah and um and you know of course this is a trailer and oftentimes you know we we have seen certainly plenty of movies our very first episode talking about annihilation was really like yeah a lot of that was just like i thought this just looked like the dumbest sci-fi action movie ever based on the trailer right turns out it's a brilliant science fiction (laughs) like film you know right. yes it is a bad action movie yes it is because it's not an action movie. right <laughs> but they marketed it that way because the studio had no fit you know and blah, blah so you do you know see those instances this movie however i don't think <laughs> which is see going is to be a get. case yeah i think this is very much like this this trailer i think is in every again because this you know keep using the word superficial because that's probably just the best way to describe all yeah, of this, yeah, yeah. this movie but like 
Um, you know, the way that that is being utilized within this trailer itself or just the trailer itself. I think on a superficial level is showing what the movie is because it is that superficial. Right, so right, right. this is probably all very indicative of like <laughs> what the final movie is being uh, is going to be because it seems like proud about it again with this sort of like showboating attitude mm-hmm. that it has. It feel and that's again like what's so off putting about the trailer yeah. is it almost feels like it's bragging to you about what it just showed you. Yeah, and you're like, that wasn't that cool, man. Yeah, like right. that was pretty fucking lame. And you're up there like, Oh, what the fuck? That was so sick. You're like, it wasn't dude. Yeah. Uh, but like, I'm really getting bummed out about like Ben Mendelsohn's roles recently. Yeah. Because I really liked him a lot. And some of the first things I saw him in, like killing them softly in particular, awesome. he was so good in that. And, um, yeah, you know, a few other things that I saw him in that uh, uh, that I really liked him in. But then recently, you know, in like Ready Player One mm-hmm. and uh, this movie and oh, and Rogue One, mm-hmm. um, he's just playing this like super generic like villain character. Yeah. That is just like, dude, you could have gotten like any number of people to play this character. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is not complicated yeah. stuff to work with. Right, right. Um, and like this guy's actually really talented. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, I'm sure he's making some good money right now. They're obviously yeah. like big franchise roles being like villains in these these movies. But, um, you know, man, I'd really like to I just it's one of those like self-fulfilling prophecies, too, where it's like the more he does stuff like that, the more he's going to get typecast in those roles. Yeah. Right. And right, it's right. going to be harder for him to like break out of that mm-hmm. and like get back to doing other things where he's like really, you know, can shine yeah. as an actor because um, yeah. he's he's, you know, whether it's him, his agent or, you know his bank account that are (laughs) (laughs) sort of like forcing him to like continue taking these types of roles. It's like, it's just been really like a bummer to watch. I I mean, if, if anything, I would, I would, uh, you know, the flip side to that would be, um, even though like I, I, I wasn't over the hill about ready player one. Right. Um, I really did like rogue one. And then this movie, I haven't seen this movie, but, I would agree with you that he does feel like he is just playing the same character from all three movies. Yeah. Like just based on, you know, we've we've got to see the full length version of those other movies, but even just from the trailer, like it is just sort of the same, the same beat, the same character. Yeah. That's all it is. Um, but the flip side would be that like... Uh, kind of didn't realize that two of those movies have one as the last name in the title. Like Rogue One and oh, Ready Player yeah, One. Yeah, that's really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Random Robin, thing. Okay, Robin Hood, yeah. <laughs> um, but at least hopefully like people are people like him. I mm. mean they like him as as an actor. Right. Um as the villain, right? And he's also the villain in Captain Marvel. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. He's the leader of the scrolls. So he's gotcha. in, like, he's one of the aliens. He's in a bunch of makeup or whatever. But um but anyways, they uh hopefully like people seeing him get to see like his like other movies, they'll like search him out, you know, since yeah. he's just sort of like in the in the know right now, mm-hmm. you know, so that would be a sort of like the flip side to that. Yeah, but man, he's really hitting every like major. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marvel, Star Wars, uh, fucking. I mean, Ready Player One was standalone, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was a standalone. I mean, that movie is arguably every franchise. It is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. not even its own movie. It's just every <laughs> other thing that's ever been made. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? So, uh, one of the interesting things I find about this trailer is uh, the wardrobe the trailer mm-hmm. is very like i don't know is it postmodern is very is or like very um it's not of the time right yeah it's very but on purpose yeah <laughs> 
So there are some things about the trailer, like in terms of like the clothing mm-hmm. that I, I like. I like that it's like, okay, we're not getting the whole swords and sandals, so to speak. Right, you yeah. Know, version of it's this It's all again. very like modern fashion. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, it does look like a music video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, it's modern fashion designers interpretations of like medieval clothing. Yes. You know, Do you like, think if you saw this as a music video, this trailer, just the trailer, what what genre of music <laughs> would fit appropriately with I I think back to the original point I was making. I don't think any genre of music would appropriately <laughs> fit with it because it's like it's it's not it, it's this just like force fed kind of combination of of ideas and cultures and, and yeah. visual styles uh-huh. that it's like nothing every, no matter what you picked some like half of what's there would feel in conflict with it okay you know yeah yeah <laughs> like all right so i feel like, yeah i don't know the, the the and that's like part of even what they did in the trailer at least the one i watched was like they had these like samples from like a hip-hop song that would like come in for a moment oh yeah and then you know kind of like fade out and then music you know would like take it fill in that gap and they had to like swing it back and forth Mm -hmm. between the two yeah because otherwise it didn't work (laughs) (laughs) and i can see that yeah um the guy who directed this movie is otto bath bathurst bathurst you see that oh yeah yeah Otto Otto Bathurst. <laughs> Bathurst. I'm separating the T and the H sounds. Oh, okay, yeah, that's better. But I don't know. Yeah, um, Bathurst. He's done a couple episodes of uh, Piggy like, Blinders. Yeah, that was what I, I looked at his IMDb. There was that and like one other show, Black Mirror. Yeah. That, oh god. Yeah. That's yeah. when I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah no, I'm gonna hate this. I <laughs> get it. Now. Yeah. I get it. I think my hatred for Black Mirror. Actually, anybody who wants to hear an idea. Oh yeah! For a good Black Mirror episode, um, I don't remember which episode of the couch that was. I'm gonna have to. I'll was that the Rampage episode? No, it wasn't that? the Rampage episode because we did the Rampage episode at your old apartment. Yeah, we were here. I think when we did. I think we were here when we did. I don't remember. Did yeah. That one. Anyway, there was one where we got into a discussion about uh, a potential Black Mirror episode, uh, and it was a much better idea for a Black Mirror episode than has ever been produced by the show Black Mirror. You know, as we do, we don't produce yeah. crap, people. Okay, <laughs> it's high quality shit. We're we're idea people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, but anyway, yeah. No, when I saw that on his IMDb, I was just like, okay, yep, I can. I can, you know, shelve any concerns I might have had that this movie was being misrepresented by the trailer uh, and say with full confidence that, yeah, no, what you see is what you get right here. This yes. is this is exactly the movie you're signing up for is what's in the trailer right now. Um, OK, so one of the things I wanted to talk about was just maybe like Robin Hood movies in general. Right. So um, based off this trailer, would you want Taron Edgerton like Someone's going to someone on Thanksgiving Day. You're going to go see a Robin Hood movie. Oh, man. OK, you're going to go see a Robin Hood movie. I hate this Thanksgiving already. I know you do. Just, yeah. <laughs> just roll with me. here. All right. You're going to go see a Robin Hood movie. You have Taron Edgerton mm-hmm. as as shown, you know, just peacocking yep. in this trailer just all over. The place. Yeah. <laughs> or do you want Russell Crowe as Robin Hood? As directed by Ridley Scott mm-hmm. or Kevin Costner. That's what I was waiting for. 
Prince of Thieves all the all day. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, you know, I would I would personally, yeah, given free reign of choice, uh-huh. I might end up going with Carrie Elwes. Okay. In okay. The classic Robin Hood Men in Tights. Um, yes. However, oh yeah. Oh my god, dude! Yes. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but the, the Kevin Costner, that's Robin the wild Hood. card right there is yeah. men in tights. Yep. Yeah. The, the Kevin Costner, Robin Hood. I mean the, the Disney animated Robin Hood. Oh yeah. Uh, I remember being one that like a lot of people is like still kind of cite as like an un- unsung favorite among yes. the Disney catalog. It's mm-hmm. like that Robin Hood is, is excellent. But, um, the Kevin Costner with the fucking Brian Adams song yes. and shit like, Oh my God, it's so of the time, it I, is. you know, like uh, you know, it's a time capsule. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's like you know that that like '90s melodrama, you know, kind of mm-hmm. feel like that. You know, Merchant Ivory, yeah, uh, <laughs> like Howard's End, like Remains of the Day, yeah. you know, kind of approach to like making a Robin Hood story, which like, and he doesn't have an accent in it, right? He's just oh no, he's no, just Kevin Costner. He's just Kevin yeah, Costner. He's just you know, just being himself. <laughs> yes. Hey, I'm I'm British. <laughs> But um, but that that would be my pick. I've never seen the Russell Crowe one. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. I, not I that you not. should or that you will, but I'm just yeah. kind of shocked. And the Taron Egerton. I mean, again, aside from my many gripes that I've already issued, the, dude, the fucking chin strap beard is that's just not working for me either. No, you don't like. Oh that? God, no, I hate that. Really? I mean, because that's just dude, bro. It looks he's good just, on him. He's just frat boy. That looks fine. He's just frat boy in this well, thing. Well, I mean, it's a frat boy Robin Hood. It is. Ex- I mean, it really is. You know, like that's so. I, I get it. Yeah. No. Like, a, yeah. you know, it's like sometimes when we get into these discussions, I'm like, I, you know, I get a little worried. Like, am I going to say something that's going to come off wrong? Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Or just like, or just like, it, you know, inadvertently say something disrespectful. Yeah. You know, and like, and I'm always catching, I'm like, no, you know, these motherfuckers made this fucking <laughs> thing. Like, they're in the wrong. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. Like, I'm I'm trying to vocalize yeah. what I think are are real you know concerns, <laughs> and um, you know hopefully I'm doing justice to those concerns and mm-hmm. and not just like coming off as like an asshole or somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about. But uh, but no, it's like I, whenever I I find myself you know starting to like hold my tongue a little bit, I'm like no, like fuck these people, like they made this movie, yeah, they're in the wrong. <laughs> if I don't explain it properly, sure I need to be corrected, but mm-hmm. let's not forget. The problem isn't with what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's with the thing that made me want to make these complaints. It, right. You know, like that's where the issue really lies. And like, yeah, the more we dig into this, the more I'm just like, no, fuck. Like, I'd, I'm, I'm half expecting that there's going to be like a dead mouse track, you know, like at the end of this, some like, you know, Ooh. bro step, yeah. you know, kind of like fucking or uh, like, what's the guy's name? Mike Posner. Or something like that. I'm just gonna like pop up in this movie just to like feed in to that exact audience. But just like what a weird thing to try to pull them in with, like Robin Hood, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I like I like the younger like Robin of Loxley. Um, you know, I I wish Jamie Foxx was being like put in roles like this, but that are, you know, better because yeah. i think he, i mean jimmy fox is a good fucking actor like he's yeah. he, he you know like he's really really good and but i mean you know it's, i think it's kind of one of these things sometimes with certain actors like when we were talking about like uh mandy and nicholas cage it's mm-hmm. like nicholas cage is always going to be nicholas cage yeah you just need like the right right yeah it's up to you to put to him channel in the right. that cage yeah yeah because exactly. he's gonna cage it no he's matter gonna, what yeah, right, like, right yeah 
Yeah. Um, so I feel like stuff like this where it's just like, you know, you know, you watch a trailer and you watch a performance and then it's just kind of like, oh, God, dude, what are you doing? It's like, yeah, that's true. But there's a guy behind the camera that was like, great, we're done. Uh, we're moving on mm-hmm. to the next one. You know, he like approved that, <laughs> you know, expression performance or like, you know, smirk or something. And it's just like, oh, no, dude, that's not. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. Morgan Freeman did this, but now you're just kind of shitting on it. Like, yeah. What the fuck? You know? So, yeah, I'm I'm curious too how much they're going to get into like how much his character is going to become it's and again this is like a trope that's been, you mm-hmm. know, this terminology has been applied prior to myself but like the magical negro character. Oh. Um is a thing that appears in a lot of like um, you know, movies and and, and books and things like that that's sort of, you know, kind of a problematic racial thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um that usually, you know, it's like they whenever there is like a, you know, a black character a lot of times it's like, you know, more recently like think, you know, like The Legend of Bagger Vance with Will oh. Smith. That's like the quintessential like magical negro character okay. where it's like Okay. You know, they're just, oh, they're from this different culture where things are different. They have like this power mm. that we don't understand, you know, and like, gotcha. you know, so it, it becomes this whole like, OK, in a way it's like, yes, yeah, sure. On the on a surface level, you know, they act as like a mentor or like a character of like wisdom, gotcha. um, you know, that like sort of leads this, you know, hapless white character into some sort of like, you know, renown or, yeah. or whatever. Um, but ultimately, it's like basically they, you know, they're just sort of are like, yep, he just has these magical powers because guess what? Black dude yeah. came from Africa, brought yeah. it with him, you know? <laughs> like, it so, kind of makes you wonder then, like through that, through you, it kind of makes me wonder then through hearing what you just said right now, like why isn't Jamie Foxx Robin of Loxley? Right, exactly. I mean, exactly. you know, and, so not, and, and like. That's why I feel like this is going to end up where, yeah. where, again, like what's so misguided about like this, you know, sometimes this sort of like rush to be part of a movement like yeah. diversity, you know, you end up with these things where you shoehorn this stuff in and just kind of go about it the wrong way because right. again, you don't, in, instead of doing the diversity thing, you've actually just played into a well-worn <laughs> trope that like, like, storytellers have known to like avoid yeah right, for a long right, time right. because it doesn't come off well yeah you know <laughs> it's like so yeah so i mean i'm you know it seems like that might be the case here where yeah if they had done this you know the swap where it's like no it's let me, let's make robin hood the fucking yeah you know the hero the, hero, know, the yeah, main guy yeah. instead of the secondary character yeah. you know even though yes he starts off as like the more powerful who has to like train this guy up right guess what ultimately you know the student becomes the master exactly and you know supersede and it's again this is another like cultural appropriation thing that's a bit wider spread mm-hmm. of where you know it's like all these movies like you know like avatar yes, or like the last exactly samurai where it's thinking. like yeah. yeah you know oh so okay so it takes a white guy to become the ultimate version of what this culture has always deemed yes. sort of like, you know, uh, the, you know, respectable mm-hmm. or commendable. And, you know, like they're all like good at it, but then it's like, Oh, this white guy comes along and he's able to like become the best of it and then lead yeah. these people to their freedom. Right. You know, and all this. And it's like, okay, again, you've made it so that it's like, <laughs> wow, white people are better than everyone. Yeah. Huh? Right. You exactly. It's like, Jesus, <laughs> you know, and that again, feels like what this is going to end up doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can like, see that. Where it's like, wow, that. this little John guy, he's really amazing and super powerful and fast. And then all of a sudden, you know, Taron Edgerton's like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking, tough you know it's like taron edgerton is jamie fox's avatar in this movie yeah 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 he's the zoe saldana character and this is you know sam 
whatever his name is, Waterston or uh, Worthington? Worthington, Sam, Sam Worthington. Worthington. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Apparently yeah. also just saw a thing like three days ago, they wrapped principal photography on Avatar 2 and 3. I thought and on 4 and 5, on all of them. Uh, just said 2 and 3, two and three? the oh, okay. article I read, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. But yeah, cool. he said that, yeah, anyway. So, so you know, that means only five more years of post. And <laughs> you know, maybe they'll be done. Yeah. Or I don't remember what dates they, I, th- I feel like they're set for like, was it like 2021 and 2022 or something yeah, like that? Something like that. I yeah. Don't know. You know, it's nuts. When they when I see a first trailer, I'll believe it. Yeah. There you go. Um, oh, so anyway. the Ridley Scott movie. Yeah. The Ridley Scott movie started out as uh, a script that had the sheriff of Rottingham of Nottingham. Sorry. Okay, I'm going into Manhattan. Into, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <sighs> I gotta watch that movie. Um, <clears throat> a Jew in <laughs> England. <laughs> That's also one of those movies that it's, you know, it was really funny, like uh, several years ago when Dave Chappelle, you know, skyrocketed to popularity. Yes. That like that movie and like Undercover Brother uh-huh. were both like DVDs were reissued with now like Dave Chappelle front and center on yes, the cover. Yes. You know, he was like a nobody when right, they came right. out originally. And then all of a sudden it's like Dave Chappelle yeah. and Carrie Elwes and, you know, all the, Morgan Freeman, all these other people. Yeah. And then, you know, oh, OK. Did you ever see Undercover Brother? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually really like, liked that movie. It was really funny. <laughs> the part where he's just like, he slept with a white woman. And then like Dave Chappelle's like, oh, was it everything was I dreamed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just his, yeah. the face he had when he just delivered that line was great. It was it's, hilarious. It's hilarious, yeah. Was it everything I have dreamed of? They all like, count, they all like just, yeah, crowd around. Yeah. Like, oh my God, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, tell me all about it. <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, no, the, the Ridley Scott movie that had, uh, Russell Crowe as Robin Hood, Mm. uh, the original idea was that they were trying to do a movie where it was the sheriff of Nottingham that was the good guy. Okay. And that Robin Hood was actually the villain of the movie. Interesting. And like, for some reason they couldn't crack it or it just wasn't coming off great. So like they just went the traditional route, Mm -hmm. but it ended up being that, uh, Russell Crowe was, um, fighting for, um, who's the King. Is it John, John, uh, who's the guy that Patrick Stewart plays in men of tights? Richard the Lionheart, Richard, isn't it Richard or no? I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, I forget what the King's name is, but Danny Houston plays, you know, the King in this movie. Okay. Right. And then uh, him, you know, Russell Crowe is not Robin of Loxley in Robin Hood. Okay. He's just a, another soldier that has, you know, has a, a little, you know, group of soldiers that, you know, he's, he's, you know, in the ranks with. And the king dies. But in the middle of this battle, the actual Robin of Loxley dies. And it's in the middle of this that, like, I don't know how, how he does it, but since nobody's ever, like, really seen him, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Russell Crowe's character assumes his identity and goes back to his land because now the land is doesn't have, like, a, like a king. It doesn't have Robin of Loxley. Okay. So he goes back and, like, gives the sword back to, like, Robin of Loxley's father and there's this, like, home moment or whatever. But basically the family decides, like, we know he didn't make it and we know you're not him, but could you, like, still just be him so that we don't get run over by the sheriff? Uh-huh. You know? And Oscar Isaac plays the sheriff. Okay. And he's actually kind of good. He's, nice. pretty, he's a pretty good evil dude in that movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, he ends up assuming the identity of Robin of Loxley. And then, you know, it said that the reason why he takes, you know, this 
this off-ramp, so to speak, to become Robin Hood is because, like, that's what, you know, his previous identity with his buddies, like, they would have done anyways. Like, okay. they were just kind of, you know, they weren't thieves, but they weren't, like, the best of the best. But, you know, they're put into the biz- this position now to become, I'm sure. you know, the better than themselves. Right, kind of, right. Yeah, know. we can we can adjust the moral compass of exactly. our actions. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So, um, so that part was probably like the only interesting part of that movie. And then it just went like full gladiator mm-hmm. and it was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Seen this before. Hand through the wheat field. Yes, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. You know what I mean? Uh, only he can, you know, shoot, you know, arrows as long as, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of shit, you know, they made like the last, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They made the last like scene where he like shoots an arrow. It, it's like, you know, it's like if I shot an arrow from here and it landed in like Soldier Field, like that's what it made it seem like. It's like that's not possible, yeah. but okay, whatever. Sure, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, um, but no, that was that's what that movie was. Get those uh, Fast and Furious physics going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then um, what do you call it? Men in Tights. Yeah, it's classic. Well, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves is on Netflix. Yeah, so I know that. I don't know if I think. Prince of Thieves is on Netflix, but I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah, actually, no, I'm not sure either. I'm not sure either, but I feel like if it was, it was on there at some point. Brian Adams, dude. Just look up the music video for that Brian Adams song. Yeah. From Prince of Thieves. That was a big deal. Yeah. I remember like when that came out. That like that song was everywhere. I remember the Brian Adams song from Wait, was it the same movie? What's the Have You Ever Loved a Woman? Isn't that Brian Adams? That's like Brian Adams. <laughs> that like, sounds like quintessential Brian Adams. That's Brian Adams and that, Rod I di- Stewart. I would die for you. Is that? I think that's the Prince of Thieves song. I would die for you. Okay. I think so. I don't know if that's the title of, but that's like part of the chorus. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Damn. I don't know where the other Brian Adams song came from. Yeah. I no, he had a string. He of was good ones. Yeah. Of of songs. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> Okay. Uh, but like big, you know, like like songs that like movies were basically like positioned around. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. the movie was like marketed around that song. Yeah. Like the music video was out like, you know, before the movie came yeah, out and included true. like footage from the movie. And it was like that was basically like yeah a draw. You right. know, it was like, oh, man, I can't wait to see how this song plays in this movie. Yeah. You know? and, like, oh, yeah, yeah. That type of thing is just, yeah, it's such a different time. Like nowadays, the idea of, you know, marketing a movie like that is we so like foreign, that. you know. But we need to do that. I was I was having a really interesting. I met up with a buddy of mine uh, last night over at Simon's, and we were talking about. He's like uh, he's like twelve years older than me. He was born in nineteen seventy. Okay. So he was talking about um, you know going to see movies like back you know in the like eighties like yeah. late seventies when he was you know like old like eight or nine you know up through like the eighties. Um, you know, like grindhouse theater type of shit. Nice. Like, you know, he's talking about like the, the 400 okay. theater here yeah, in Chicago. Yeah. He's like, it's all been renovated now. It's the new format. But he was like, dude, back in like the seventies and eighties, the 400, that was like, <laughs> it was like ground zero, you yeah, know, for shit. shit. And just the idea of like, you know, it's funny to me because I've been, you know, I brought it up a couple of times. I really love this like semi obscure subgenre of Italian horror films oh, called yeah, Giallo yeah. from like the early seventies. And like, it's always amazing listening to the directors of the, these movies talk because there's so many like, you know, they were now they're like these movies are like put on this pedestal and like lauded as like these amazing works of art that were kind of like made under these genre auspices. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
um, but you know, the, the filmmakers themselves are like, you know, we made these to be disposable basically. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there was no home video market. So it was like, you made a movie, it played and then it was fucking gone. Like that's it. Films are really temperamental medium, but also it was like the, the movies were playing to distracted audiences. Yeah. You know, like they were these like grindhouse theaters where, you know, people were there to like fucking score drugs, mm-hmm. chat, fucking get wasted, make out, like whatever. The like the last thing they were there to do was watch a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like a dark place that was like unpoliced. Yeah. You know? Right, so like right. just all sorts of shady shit would go down. And if you wanted to actually watch a movie, like you had to kind of fucking like suffer through that yeah. to like just watch <laughs> this thing. But so a lot of these they were, you know, they were designed around that. Yeah. That like they they had stipulations that like basically like every seven minutes mm-hmm. you have to like have like nudity or extreme violence or like something that's basically going to grab the audience's attention. Yeah. Because if they go in there and they're just partying and have a good time, but they remember like a few really like crazy things and like mm-hmm. we saw a good, great pair of tits in this scene and then like this was a cool murder and then there was this like fucked up twist at the end. Yeah. You know, like they come out like they're like, that was a great movie. Yeah. You know, even though they barely paid attention to it, like if they just caught these like moments Mm -hmm. and if those moments added up to something that was like you could still make general sense of like, okay, it was a revenge story or whatever, you know, like that was that qualified. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, so it was one of these things where like these directors that did enough movies like that, you know, just got good enough at it that like they were able to wrangle yeah that structure into like a genuinely good movie that right, like right. it could function yeah on just pay attention to the grab your attention moments but if you watched it you know all the way through you're like this is just a really well done film yeah right um <laughs> you know and so it's it's interesting that like you know we've talked a lot about you know um you know film like combination of like form and function where mm-hmm. like you know the the way a story is told reinforcing the story itself yeah and, and strengthening it and the way that like you know the way that you create the thing and tell the thing has to make the thing itself better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what a good director does that's what a good storyteller does and um you know but like taking that concept even another step further where it's like you know, where you have to consider like, you know, how the audience is going to watch it as well. Yeah. And, you know, we do to some degree nowadays and, and always, you know, and, and always have. But like for for most of the history of film, that consideration has been like probably the best case scenario, which is like, no, people are going to go to a movie theater and watch the movie. Right, right. And that's how they're going to watch it. Yeah. And if they talk, someone's going to shush them, you know, yeah. or whatever. So it's like it's been kind of fine, you yeah. know, but now with like. People watch it at home. They watch it on their fucking phones mm-hmm. when they're on the train home from work. You know, it's like considering it's almost like we're back in that same position uh, as yeah, in yeah. the 70s where it was like there's this kind of distracted audience and you have to like sort of think about how you have these like moments where you're going to capture their attention and like how can the story be told in a basic way just through those moments, but also yeah. in a much stronger way. Mm-hmm for the people who are paying it to. So it's like, you have to make both movies. Right. Right. And, you know, have them work. But we were talking about how cool it would be to like, you know, make a movie where, you know, that type of distracted audience is like the specific, like audience that this movie needs to play to. Okay. Like, you know, basically make it in that old style and then like, you know, only market it or, you know, in your distribution and marketing, like only target theaters that like serve alcohol. You know, oh, and okay. do like late night screenings. So it's yeah, like yeah, we yeah. only want to show this movie to like these types of sort of like right. distracted audiences in a way and like mm-hmm. kind of recreate that entire, huh. you know, not just like the the superficial element of like 
Grindhouse Cinema. Like, oh, we're going to go watch a double feature. And look, it's got film scratches on it. You know, yeah, like, right, right, right. not just that type of thing. But like, no, let's make the theater like a fucking Grindhouse theater again. Yeah, and like, right, really right. like make that part of the experience of this movie. It's mm-hmm. like, no, when you go see this, like people are going to be talking in the theater. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> like, and that's just going to be part of the film. Yeah. You know, like we're just make it like it'd be such a kind of like cool way That'd to approach all that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we kind of did that long, little, long tangent there, but we kind of did that the other day. We watched Skyscraper. Yeah. You know, and like, even though, you know, like I, I, I wholeheartedly I came over here to like watch it. Yeah, I really <laughs> did. But then in the middle of us, all of us like talking, I, I came to the realization that no matter what point I was at in the movie, like I knew exactly what was going right. on. <laughs> you know, I knew exactly what was going on. I know exactly how the geography of the movie was just ridiculous. Yeah. You know, like, why are you going here to do that? But, <laughs> oh, I get it. You have to make this big, you know, million dollar trailer moment happen. Yes, so exactly. you have to get away from here to <laughs> go back to there. It's like I was, I had this like sixth sense of just sort of like, just talking up a storm over here, but I know exactly what's happening yeah, right now was, on this screen. Yeah, like, it was I just, just I so just know what it is. You know, um, <laughs> it was so bland and like pedantic in the way it presented everything. That yeah, it was just like yeah, I mean, yeah. there was never a question. Not that anything about the movie ever like you know wanted you to no. be in a position of questioning it. It was no. very much like a yeah you you will know everything that's going on at all times type of movie. <laughs> yeah, skyscraper so. was like being handed one of those like little kids books with like the gold like trim on the side of it yeah. and being like here read this and it's like oh okay right good. and it's just it's just seven pages of exposition yeah you know yeah yeah yeah. he did this take this iPad. then that happened yeah sam didn't like that no but then they hugged <laughs> and now sam and jeff are friends again you know like i wonder if uh, it was it was yeah it was unforgivably bland would be was. i think the best review of skyscraper but i wonder if uh i I mean, we're not seeing this movie, but yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder if we watched it, if we could probably have the same, you know, with you talking about bringing back that element of like Grindhouse and like, we're going to show you a movie, but there's going to be talking. There's going to be all this other extra shit. And yeah. like, I wonder if that effect would happen for Robin Hood. Yeah. Where it's just right. like, we're going to put this movie on. We're going to have a great time. <laughs> but like, we're all just going to just be talking through the whole chat, thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And but we're going to know exactly What's put, happening? Should put chatter on the back, like like the surround speakers. Oh, for the movie. So yeah. like, even if it's a silent theater, <laughs> there's still people talking. It's just part of the sound mix for the film. Yes. And then and then all of a sudden, when crazy shit happens, someone goes, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> just pre-recorded. Yeah. Like oh shit tracks. Distractions. Yeah. Someone's cell phone going oh, off and stuff. Like, <laughs> oh shit! Jamie Foxx is on the screen, guys. We could we could recreate my favorite thing that's ever happened in a movie theater, which was when well two people started fighting mm. in the theater, mm-hmm. and then some other some other guy in the theater decided that like there was already a distraction going on, so who's going to care if I just take this time to make a phone call? <laughs> <laughs> so there's like these two women in the theater like yelling at each other, and then all of a sudden in the background you just hear some dude like, "Hey, what's up, man?" <laughs> Yeah, there's like 40 minutes left in this movie. Uh, where are you going to be? <laughs> it's just like, I love this guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Because he was totally right. He turned this, like he actually made this now an entertaining thing. Yeah. You know, I already, I didn't like the movie. It was when we were at the Evil Dead remake. Oh, which okay. Which was terrible. But yeah, 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 I was like, I was kind of, anno- I, I wasn't liking the movie. And then these people were like arguing in the theater. And I was just like, oh my God, shut up. And then this guy made this phone call. And I just like started dying laughing. I was like, this is the best part of this movie, actually. <laughs> 
But anyway, that would if we were if I were ever to make a film with this uh, theoretical like uh, you know theater chatter track, <laughs> that'd be cool. In it, I would definitely recreate that moment uh, within that because that was just one of the best things ever. So I would anyway. I, I would love to dub it. Come see the movie with the oh shit track. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh shit! So you know when to pay attention, but it would be good. So you know, so it's so the audience knows when to look up from their phones. <laughs> but here, I'll, I'll do you one better. You do that as well, but all the dialogue, all the chatter is from like other screenings, other famous better movies. Oh, okay. So it's like if something's happening on the screen, screen, and then like you get you get like Joe Pesci's like. What's so funny? Like yeah. just right, like in, within the chatter, and you're just like, "Oh shit, is Joe Feshi here?" Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? You know? Um, or just because I just funny watched... how like I amuse you? Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just just that, yeah. just that. Yeah. Uh, but in relate, but like tailored to the movie that you're watching, mm-hmm. you know, that specific chatter. Yeah, I would love. Or to just that. that's one of like a quiet argument that's happening among all yes. the other ones. Or yes. like you know when we first do like. We do like fluid chatter where it's like, you know, we record the chatter at other screenings and then throw that into the sound mix at, at other screenings. Oh, yes. So it's like it's not always the same chatter, but it's like real chatter from like, you know, people mm-hmm. that watch the movie. I like that. Yeah. I like it. Anyway. We can do it with Robin Hood first. We're, clear, we're clearly on the off ramp. I think we've Yeah, we've, we've off ramp ish over I here. I think this is I think um, I think this is part of the off ramp where it's just like. This would be a more entertaining way to watch Robin Hood, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So if you were going to, please wait till we build this theater. Yeah. Right. So that the <laughs> first screening will be Robin Hood with the oh shit track. <laughs> the oh shit. The oh shit track. It's the oh shit theater. Yeah. That's what we should call it. Um, I wonder. Uh, so my last comment about the trailer. Um, I wonder if there could be a mashup video mashup online again. If I spent this much time, I would make it myself. But mm-hmm. <laughs> again, I don't have time for that shit. Yeah. If you could like connect all of Ben Mendelsohn's characters. Oh man. From like and just do like like this dude was the first guy. Yeah. This was <laughs> the first. This is the descendant. Yeah. Right. And then you know we go into. Um, well, technically, uh, his character in Rogue One would be the first one because that took place a long time ago. Oh, touche, sir. <laughs> touche. Yes, yes. Uh, so somehow, yeah, tying them together, he, his, his lineage traveled from that galaxy far, far away. So would that to would... Earth and became the sheriff of Nottingham, and then in the future became the uh, you know the the uh, competitor to the Oasis, the head of IO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like this shared Mendelssohn universe. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. The the BMCU. The BMC. Yes. Yeah. The Ben Mendelssohn Cinematic Universe. Yes. yes. I'm all for it. Okay. I dig it. Two things. One, do you have a trailer moment for this where you watched the trailer and you were like, okay, this was an effective trailer moment? <laughs> I feel like I know what it is for you, but I want to know if you... Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying it has to be good. Yeah. No, I mean, I kind of hated it right from the moment it started. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was pretty mm-hmm. pretty not on board with this yeah. from, from the word go. Yeah. So, I mean, it was definitely just the, you know, the, like, 
flailing about so that a CG artist can add arrows in later to go where you actually needed them to go for the shot to work. That was going to be my trailer moment. That was kind of, yeah. It, it it's also just the incessant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that yeah. was definitely the moment where I was like, okay, yeah, it's this movie. Because <laughs> um, that's also, again, uh, in uh, in the, the Wachowski uh, masterpiece, Jupiter uh, Ascending. Yes. There's some moments with uh, um, uh, Kane Wise, uh, all, a.k.a. Skates, uh, a.k.a. Channing Tatum. Yes. And his father, Sean Bean, a.k.a. Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Um, <laughs> where they're, they're engaged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're engaged in some, some uh, you know, sp- uh, space dog fighting. Yeah. And the shots of them in the cockpit are just the two of them flailing their arms yeah. around like crazy yes. and just pretending they're piloting a ship while also frantically, uh, you know, firing all sorts of weaponry because, you know, they were crossbred with something like a wolf for military purposes. So they're very effective yeah. is what I gather um, at this type of stuff. But like the whole scene is just like I, every time I watch it, I can just imagine like the physical production of that scene. So good. I'm just like, what do you know? What do, what do I need? No, doesn't matter. Yeah. Just grab these stupid little handlebars <laughs> and just move around like you're really focused on rest. something. Yeah. Yeah. And they just add like all the CGI stuff just track to like, you know, their hands and stuff. And again, it's just like so good. It's clearly nonsense. You know, it just it doesn't matter what they did. Like, yeah. we'll just we'll make it the shot we need in post. <laughs> we hardly even need you as a person, here. <laughs> you know, like um, so, yeah, it's it's that was definitely the moment that was just like, OK, this is the, you know. Same uh, school of filmmaking that brought us uh, Jupiter Ascending. So <laughs> I feel like my trailer moment for me is just going to be anything that has Jamie Foxx in it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Jamie Foxx is the only person in this trailer who is like, I feel like Jamie Foxx is going to pull a Jupiter Ascending like performance mm. in this movie. It's not going to be as great as the red main as the red main but <laughs> just some of his snarks and some of his looks in the trailer i'm like this does not fit at all with yeah. whatever it is you're making right now but it's by far the most interesting thing that's happening yeah for me at least on screen mm-hmm. so there we go um okay aside from uh aside from the the off-ramp of the grindhouse cinema yeah do you have a do you have a world in which a premise mm-hmm. you don't have to like gel out the whole story but a premise in which a robin hood movie or a robin hood type story might might feel a little bit better to you yeah yeah i mean honestly i would even feel better about this if they just went like you know if they just went like took a full measure with their approach to this okay like just made it like a black robin hood movie yeah like awesome done That'd be really cool. I yeah. understand why this exists. Yeah. You know, like do a good job with Inherently, that. Inherently, it all just kind of fits. Yeah, like, it's just, like yeah. That, could, that could totally work. <laughs> yeah. and like, or if you, you know, and even if you wanted to go like this route with it, like, mm-hmm. you know, go. You've got to like if you're gonna go like this route that they're going with it, you've got to go to like Fast and Furious level extremes. Oh, you know, shit. if like if they went like full retard with this, like I'm then I might be in. You know, but it's just it's this half measure bullshit where it's again thought of a Fast and Furious Robin Hood. Like, dude, yeah. If they had like you know like the chariots, they were like you know just pull like a tarp off, and there's like a steam powered like engine inside one of the chariots, and they're like, now we're gonna have like a fucking car chase scene. I've been like, fine. Yeah. You know what? Like, 
if you're just gonna do like this this much stupid, mm-hmm. I might be into that. That yeah. could actually be fun. Yeah. But this is just obnoxious, you know, like what they're doing right now. So I'd yeah, I I, I either wish they had gone like, you know, yeah, either a more intelligent approach or a far less intelligent one. Yeah. Clearly this trailer is just like not going far enough. Yeah, exactly. In any direction. It's just, it's, it's, it's this crossroads of compromises that like results in this fucking movie, you know? Um, so, so that, you know, it really like, I feel like there's a lot of ways that this could have been like at least a better idea. I don't know if like a good movie would have resulted, but at least have been a little bit more like, uh, all right, sure. We're doing the like fucking stupid action version of this. You know, if it were like, you know, Robin hood, fast and furious again. Yeah. Like God, now I want that Two Robin Two hood or something like that. <laughs> oh, like, shit, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> like I'd be there day one to go see That's that. So I'm like, good. this is going to be a train wreck and I kind of want to check it out. I would totally, if we were to make that movie, I would totally borrow the scene from temple of doom mm-hmm. at the end when mm-hmm. they're in the carts. On the the tracks, I would totally like. I would call Steven Spielberg and say, "Listen, I want to rip this off from you. Yeah, I'm gonna completely (laughs) bastardize it, shot for shot. But I'm. I just want to rip this off, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I am just going to turn it into the most ridiculous. I'm gonna gonna amp it to eleven. Yeah. And we're just gonna do that. Yeah. But you know. That'd be Fuck. cool. Put a fucking train track in this motherfucker. Like, Dude, f- two Robin, two Hood. Two Robin, two Hood. That's I'm, it. I'm fucking in. Yes. God damn. That's so good. Yeah. I what, like what, that. Yeah. I no, like I think, it. again, I think we've just solved this movie for them. Two Robin, two Hood. Two, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to do a sequel, that seems like the route to go with it. You know, if this makes enough money for you to, like, you know, get dumb on the next one. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm in. Dude, I'm still not going to watch this one. Let's be honest. It's 2018. I think in 2020, we're primed for another Robin Hood movie. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, yeah, to this, Robin, to Hood, <laughs> it's coming, baby. It is. <laughs> I'm in. All right. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, same here. I'll All right. 2020. It. Mark me down for a ticket for to Robin, to Hood. To Robin, to Directed Hood. by Hype Williams. <laughs> 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 Starring DMX. Oh, yes. Oh, dude. And Steven Seagal. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> bring them back together. Just bring what, them was, what was their movie? Uh, Cradle to the Grave. Gra- yes, that's right. Cradle to the Grave. Fuck. I saw that movie in theaters. Wait a second. Rewind it. He's black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steven Seagal with your hip-hop martial arts trilogy. Mm-hmm. And and again, roll revert. DMX as Robin Hood. Yeah. Steven Seagal as Little, Little John. John. Two Robin, two Hood. I can't wait for the for the soundtrack. Yeah, fucking R. Kelly soundtrack. No, <laughs> no. I'm drawing the line there. No, no, no. no. I do DMX double duty. Yeah, executive producer. He could do R. Kelly could do the one like the Brian Adams song. Maybe, but I would bring back DMX and the Rough Rider crew. Oh shit! For the soundtrack. Wow. Yeah. Silk the Shocker. Yes. <laughs> Silk the Shocker, the Locks, Mob Deep. I would bring back. Everybody from like pure '90s rap hip hop, yeah, to come and do Two Robin Two Hood. This is, I mean, this sounds great. Yeah, this is amazing. Like, I'm, I am very into this movie. Yes, without even no, without even having seen key art or trailer, I could say <laughs> key art. <laughs> yeah, let me whip out Photoshop really quick for you. Yeah, here. yeah, dude. If I if I were at AFM as a buyer and yes. someone just pitched this to me, yeah. I'd be like, sight unseen, I'm buying yes. the rights for that. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. So good. Yeah. If nowhere else, this movie will be seen in Micronesia. <laughs> um all right dude that's all i got for robin hood man yeah, i think we i think we cracked that i think yeah. I, I think we covered quite a bit of ground here we i think this is yes i honestly again far more thought than this movie ever deserved but it got it it got it it did it's what we do here um all right everybody well i don't think we are we gonna have an episode for next week no right? oh right yeah be we're out gonna town. be out of town yeah. i'm gonna be out of town next week well maybe so we'll, maybe venom maybe venom will be yeah. finally released into the, the world. lost episode the lost episode yeah it's still gonna be episode 29 so yeah ready yeah um yeah so for uh this month this episode will be released on monday yeah so uh but the week following following monday after thanksgiving there will not be an episode or or Venom or a lost episode or a yeah. lost episode. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to just be posting the hell out of previous episodes to listen to. I might actually repost our Chicago rot one, given that it's Thanksgiving. Nice. And there even though go. it's not a turkey, there is a bird like creature being <laughs> there is there is poultry manhandled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's a lot, lots of good couch episodes to listen to during the Thanksgiving break. And again, if this is your first episode, you should go back and listen to. Our catalog. Yes, indeed. I think we referenced a few during this episode we that did. should have piqued your interest. And, yes. Uh, uh, Bobby will uh, post something on Twitter, a follow-up with the uh, which episode contains that black mirror. Yes, I will. I will. I will. Because, uh, yeah. I'll have to look for that. Don't recall. But no. anyway. Well. That's it. That's it for this episode. Yeah. We're done. Get ready for two Robin, two Hood. <laughs> two Robin, two Hood. Starring Paul Walker. <laughs> too soon <laughs> that's a cgi creation <laughs> okay we're done all right